We're gathered here for Mass, gathered here as we gather every Sunday for Mass. And every Sunday, in a sense, it's the same. When we come to Holy Communion, it's the same every week. But what I want to point out to you this morning is how it's also different every week. How when we receive Holy Communion, there's something different available according to what our different needs are each week. So we're now on the second of five Sundays in which we will be hearing about the Lord Jesus as the bread of life, as he calls himself. And this Sunday, I want us to focus on how he feeds us, but how he feeds us according to what our needs are, which varies each week. So the Lord feeds us in Holy Communion, and Holy Communion, which... As we heard Jesus himself say, he is the bread of life in that text. As he made that comparison, I think comparisons often made with the, the manna in the desert that the Israelites ate when they were wandering in the desert. If you remember the context, the Jews, the chosen people of God, had been in slavery in Egypt. They were rescued from slavery in Egypt by many mighty miracles that the, the Red Sea was parted, that they might walk through unscathed. But then, for 40 years, they wandered in the desert until they got to the Promised Land. And in those 40 years, as we heard in that text, they were hungry. And yet, as we also heard in that text, the Lord gave them manna from heaven to eat, a mysterious bread that appeared on the ground every morning. Now I want to point out to you two things about that man. The first, as we read in scripture, is that the people got bored of it quite quickly and they complained, saying it's the same unexciting, uninteresting thing. And there's a sense in which that can be like the Eucharist. We can look at Holy Communion and think, well, it's just the same thing. And it's not very exciting looking. But the second point I want to draw to you is also in the scripture, where it says that for those who approach with faith, manna was something more, that it was mysteriously adapted to what each person needed, so that they were able to live on this manna and this manna alone for 40 years, somehow having every need of their body satisfied for 40 years, adapted to what each needed. So the Book of Wisdom says this about the manna. It provided every pleasure and was suited to every taste. It was changed to whatever each one desired. And that text is actually in the communion antiphon you'll recite in Mass today, with that same vision therefore being applied to Holy Communion. Because the point is this, that the Eucharist, that Holy Communion, is more than manna. That the manna was a bread from heaven, but it was still just bread. But the Eucharist is the Lord himself. and is adapted to our needs even more particularly than the manna is. 
So when we read the writings of the saints, many of them reflect on this. That in Holy Communion, the Lord adapts himself to what you need. And the liturgy of the church says this also in its various prayers. And in a sense, this is just what we should expect. If Holy Communion is the Lord himself, if the Lord is everything, if he is all-powerful, if he comes, then he comes with everything he is. And he comes, therefore, satisfying every need you have. And as on different occasions you have different needs, he comes to satisfy those different needs. So when I come to him weak, he comes with his strength. When I come to him sad, he comes with his consolation. When I come to him lonely, he comes as the companion of my heart. And when I come to him struggling to resist temptation, then he comes with a grace to help me in that too. And even when I approach him lukewarm, even when I approach him forgetting my need of him, even when I approach him self-satisfied and lazy, even then he comes with the particular graces I need to help call me to something more, to, to free me from my self-delusion. So finally, let me bring this to a practical conclusion. Let me ask you a question. When you come up to Holy Communion, what are you thinking about? Because it's very easy for us to be thinking about nothing or thinking about the wrong things or thinking about the dress of that woman in front of me, or something in her hair. To be thinking about anything but what it's really about. To be focused on the Lord. And if I'm going to gain all the graces that are available in this great sacrament, then I need to be properly focused. So I've printed inside the newsletter a prayer called a Spiritual Communion Prayer. I'm sure many of you are familiar with these. In a sense, we can make such a prayer at any time. So while I'm wandering in the supermarket in Lidl, I can be aware that the Lord is here in the tabernacle. And I can spiritually unite myself to the Lord in the tabernacle. And even while I'm there in Lidl, I can pray and invite the Lord to come into my heart spiritually, even though I'm not here physically. And such a spiritual communion can obviously also help us focus ourselves while we're coming up to, to physical communion as well. So I offer that to you as one of many prayers that's brief, simple, but that we can say to help us focus ourselves as we approach the altar. So to go back to where I began, we're here on Sunday, we're here at Mass, here doing what we do every Sunday, every Mass. But it's not all the same. But the Lord Jesus knows what you need, and he comes bringing what you need, because he comes with his very self.